Hallelujah. Let me say what I'm going to say tonight. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God gave me a word for you. Hallelujah. Passover, a week of revival for the continent of Africa. You didn't check. I said Passover, a week of revival for the continent of Africa. You're not excited. No, no, I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to show to you through the Bible what I'm saying. You know, sometimes you become hotter than what it is. Understand? You come with jacket and think, then when you stand there, it becomes hot. Okay, I want us to read the scriptures. First of all, There are a few things I want to mention about Africa before I tell you. Amen? Now, you need to understand that the continent of Africa has always been, in the mind of God, a continent of refuge and provision. The continent of, leave these people, the continent of Africa has always been a continent of refuge and a continent of provision. Hallelujah. Now, I want to give you some scriptures that we're going to, to read together. Now, in the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter number two. Hallelujah. Let's see what it is. So I can give you exact scripture. Matthew chapter number two, verse 13. Let's read it. Matthew 2, 13. Quickly. It says, now when they have departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt and stay there until I bring you a word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. Jesus came to Africa. When Jesus was a baby, and Herod want to kill him, it's this continent that received him. He was taken to Africa for a place of refuge. Hallelujah. How many people understand that God does not forget? He said, <laughs> he said if you give a cup of water to a child, it's unto me. He said, in these days, in the last day, people will come and I will say to them, when I was sick, you looked after me. And they will say, where did you see you sick? And he say, as much as you did it to one of his little, my brethren, you have done it unto me. So God does not forget what is done to, for him. So God still remembers that the continent of Africa was a place of refuge for his son. You need to understand that. Secondly, the continent of Africa received the people of Israel, Jacob and his children, when there was a famine. Hallelujah. Let, let me show you in the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter number, we read chapter number 41. 
verse 1 to 7. Let's read it quickly. Genesis 41, verse 1 to 7. And there are some portions we won't read because it's too much. Genesis chapter 41, verse 1 to 7. He said, Then it came to pass at the end of the two full years that Pharaoh had a dream. And behold, he stood by the river. And suddenly there came up out of the river seven cows, fine looking and fat, and they fed in the meadow. And then behold, seven others, seven other cows came up after them out of the river, ugly and gaunt, and stood by the river, the other cow, on the bank of the river. And the ugly cows, the, and the ugly and the gaunt cows ate up the seven fine looking and fat cows, so Pharaoh awoke. He slept and dreamt, and dreamt a second time. And suddenly seven heads of grain came up and one, one stalk plung a goods, plung and goods. And behold, seven thin heads, uh, how do you say this? Blighted by the, by the east wind sprang up after them. And the seven thin heads devoured the seven plump and the full, and the full heads. So Pharaoh awoke, and indeed it was a dream. Now, let's stop there. When God was planning to bring a famine in the whole world, he came to Africa to warn a man. And the man that God warned was not even somebody that was following God. God warned him because there was somebody in Egypt that could interpret the, the dreams. So God looked and found Pharaoh in Africa and told him there will be a famine that is coming. But there is a man in your kingdom, although he's not from Africa, but I've provided for him to be in your kingdom at a time such as this. Listen, I have nothing against Europe and America. They must look for their own words. But one thing I do know is that the answer of the end time will arise from Africa. Yes. You should understand that the reason why the war, they talk about World War III, it will not touch us. That one you can be sure of. It will not touch us. Because when everything will be destroyed, they need to come here to look for food. You will see Africa will be a food basket of the whole world. The reason why you see the, the underground of Africa is one of the richest on all the continent. Why God kept the gold? Why God kept all the mineral here? Because he knows these other people are going to destroy themselves. So he has to secure it in a place where it will not be destroyed. So you are born in this continent not by mistake. Listen, if you understand why, right now the prophetic movement is very strong in Africa. That's why they say we are witches, because they don't have it. They don't, they don't know what, how this works. So they think we are witches. But they don't know it's got time to raise up young Africans to announce what is going to happen. And you are part of them. Hallelujah. You are born in the continents. The whole jo jo Jacob and his children went to Egypt to be spared. Hallelujah. God sent Joseph ahead of them because he knew that the food was in Egypt. 
Joseph went there to help them manage the food. And Joseph fed the whole, uh, the whole Israel. If it was not for Africa, Israel wouldn't be in existence today. Hallelujah. Like my father used to say, he said, even the gold that built the temple came from Africa. You need to understand that there are many things that came from Africa. And Africa is a place, hallelujah, Africa is a place of revival. You need to get that in your spirit. The reason why people try to undermine this continent is because God has a plan and an agenda for this continent. And people try to undermine it so that we can be discouraged and lose heart. But I'm here to announce to you, hallelujah, prophetically, I'm here to announce to you that you are not in Africa by mistake. You are not in Africa by chance. You are here because God placed you here. And you are part of an end time revival. Hallelujah. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me connect it to why we are here, why we are here today. I want us to go to the book of Mark, chapter number 15. Let's go to the book of Mark. Chapter number 15. And I want to just take you to the right place. Let me just check in the scripture there. Hallelujah. Are you blessed? Thank you, Holy Spirit. I want you to read from verse 16 to 21. Verse 16 to 21. Let's go quickly and then we finish. Then the soldiers led him away into the hall called Praetorium. And they called together the whole uh, garrison. And they clothed him with purple, and they uh, twisted a crown of thorns, put it on his head, and began to salute him. Hail, king of the Jews. And the straw came on the head with a reed, and spat on him, and blowing the knee, bowing the knee, they worshipped him. Hallelujah. And when they had mocked him, they took the purple of him, put his own clothes on him, and led him out to crucify him. Then they compelled a certain man, Simon of Cyrenia, the father of Alexander and Raphis, as he was coming out of the country, and passing by to bear his cross. Hallelujah. And that's where I'm coming to. Remember what Jesus says, if anyone wants to come after me, let him carry his cross and what? And follow me. Do you know that in this setup, Simon didn't carry his own cross? He carried the cross of Jesus. So Jesus that was telling people, get your own cross. At the end, somebody has got his cross for him. Hallelujah. And who was that man? Simon, coming from Cyrene. You know that Cyrene is located in Libya. Siren is in Libya. 
It's on the north coast of Africa. <laughs> now you need to understand that in the Bible, they used to put the name of your town or your city on your name. That's why you have like Jesus of Nazareth. Saul of Tarsus. So when they call you and they put the name, it means that you come from that place. So when they say Simon of Cyrene, they are saying his place of origin. Now, he might not be an African, he might be an African. We, we can't, you know, some people say he's African, but we can't really say that if you study history because there were many Jews that fled to Cyrene. But the matter is, the men came from the land of Africa. And he came from the land of Africa and was at the right place at the right time. And he carried the cross of Jesus. So Africa carried the cross of Jesus. No any other continent carried the cross of Jesus. They compelled a man, a man from Syrian, from Libya. So you carry the cross with him. And he carried that cross until Golgotha. He carried the cross. Now, if you read the Bible, the Bible says that Simon has two children. One was called Alexander and one was called uh, Rufus. Amen? Rufus and Alexander. I want us to go to Romans chapter number 16, verse 13. I want to read something there. Romans 16, 13. I want to read it from. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Romans 16, 13. 16, 13. He said, greet, who is that? Who first, or whoever, chosen in the Lord, and his mother and mine. Rufus was called a chosen one. Do you know why he was chosen? Because of his father. So his father carried the cross, and because of the, 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 the labor of his father, Rufus was called a chosen in the Lord. And, and Paul became friends with the family of Simon of Cyrene. And, 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 and the wife of Simon of Cyrene became like a mother to Paul. Because Paul knew where there was legacy. He attached himself to a family that was connected to the cross. No wonder Paul was so blessed. Because he came from a family line where they carry the cross of Jesus. So Simon uh, Rufus was chosen because he came from the family of, of uh, Simon. Can I submit to you that the same way Rufus was chosen, all Africans are chosen. Hallelujah. Can I submit to you that the fact that you come from this continent place you in a place that you are carrier of the cross. And then when you carry the cross, <laughs> you feel the cross, but also the cross has advantages in it because the carrier of the cross is the one that is crucified. And when he's crucified, is the one that also rises. So, the reason why Africa went down, ah, 
The reason why we went down was a place of burial. But God has sent me to tell you, we are now rising. I'm telling you the truth. It's a time, this Passover, I kept on telling you, this is an important Passover. Didn't I tell you? I tell you, but I never explained to you. Because this Passover is marking the rising of Africa as a continent. Yes. Yes. From now, you will see amazing miracles happening in this continent. People will start to talk about this continent. Because God is depositing fire in this continent for people to carry it all over the world. It's a time for people to arise in their destiny. Because this is a time chosen by God to reveal this continent. He said, arise and shine for your light has come. See, darkness covers the earth as I are 60. But upon you, my light is rising. Remember that Africa was spoken about in Zephaniah chapter number 3 verse 10. He said, the worshippers beyond the, the, the rivers of Cush shall bring my offering. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, put it there so that I can read. Zephaniah 3.10. This is an amazing time. I, I says, if you understand the prophetic, if you understand the timings of God, you will celebrate. Yes, he said, from beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, my worshippers, the daughters of my dispersed one shall bring my offering. You know what happened is that in the time of the scattering of the Jews, many of them fled to Africa. Yeah, there's a big colony of Jews in Ethiopia. And Africa has been breeding these people. <laughs> and if you read the book of Ezekiel, God says that in the last days, I'll call my people and bring them to their own land and I'll spring on them clean water. So what is happening right now is that as the Jews are migrating out of Africa, God is raising up the place that hosted them. Because God does not misuse us. If he, if he allows you to host him, he will bless you. Listen, the Bible says, before the coming of the Lord, Elijah will come. Do you understand that Elijah was hosted by a woman? And before Elijah leaves, he said to a woman, what do you need? God is asking Africa, as I'm taking my people out of Africa, what do you need? What do you need? And those who have an ear of the spirit, we have said, Lord, we need an amazing revival. You cannot leave us the way you find us. We want people to arise in the power of the Holy Ghost so that they can stand and declare that Jesus is alive. God will not leave without leaving something behind. Beyond the borders, beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, my worshippers shall bring an offering. Hi. Hi. So this time in which we are of Passover is a Passover for Africa. I say it's a Passover. 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 Now the good news, what you don't understand, the good news is that this nation, South Africa, is hosting the revival that can spread into Africa. Now don't check what I'm saying. You don't see you, I'm saying. I'm just, today I'm not preaching, I'm just announcing things. You need to understand that the waters that are rising in South Africa 
are the water that usher every birth. You know before birth there is pain. You need to understand before birth there is pain. So as we grieve the people that are dying, that, that, are, that have dead through the, the flood and the waters, out of that pain, there is a new birth. You need to understand that I'm here to explain to you. The reason why South Africa is being flooded, many people talk about the judgment. I don't know about that. What I'm telling you is that these waters that are happening are a sign that something is being born. Because, because before a birth of a child, there is water and there is blood. Blood talks about life. Blood talks about life. So there is life. Sometimes life are lost and it's painful and we pray for that. But those who are alive may know that something is coming upon them. You need to understand that. So that's why we are here to tell you as South African that you must be clever and wise enough to know the time and season of God, to know that the time of South Africa has come. They are not excited. I wish I was saying this in America. I'll have prayed the Lord. I'll have that. That here is that. Like you don't even know what I'm talking about. God tells you this is your time. Hey! Hey! I said, hey, I've been in this nation for 19 years. I have never proclaimed this. Never. You know me for a long time. I've never proclaimed this. But this time God told me, people in this land must be wise and clever. If you are not careful, you're going to destroy each other and then you'll miss on God's appointment. What South Africa must do now is not to look to people, but to understand that our time has come. We lift our eyes to the hills where our help comes from. We lift our eyes to the Lord, the creator of the universe, the creator of heaven and earth, and God will break through. And when I'm talking about African, I'm not talking about blacks, white, I'm talking about everybody that is here. Yeah. Yes, yes. You need to understand, Africa belongs to everybody that is here. Yes, yes. You know, this thing of the land belongs to us, it's good. But the land belongs to God. You need to understand that. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. And in his wisdom, he has chosen to bring people together. Different people. Different ambitions. Different colors. That's why we call it a rainbow nation. We need to come to a place where we make peace with that. To know that God is moving in this nation. And we need to stand up as one person and one voice. That's why... Listen to my voice. That's why racism should not have any place in our midst. Yes. Because if you are a racist, you are not born again. Yes, you need to know that. You can't be born again and be a racist. If you are a racist, you are not born again. If you are born again, you can't be a racist. Because the nature of God is in you. How can you repel somebody that is created in the image and likeness of God and say you are a Christian? It does not exist. Then you don't know him. And when I'm talking about racism... When we talk about racism, we see only white. No, racism is in all the camps. Black or white, it, you can have a demon of racism. Yes. So we need, because God said, I'm coming. 
And we need to set ourselves on motion so that when he comes, he, he finds us ready for what he has called us for. This is very important in the agenda of God. You see, you see people, you see God, somebody said, but all the countries are chosen by God. Yes, but all the countries don't have the same divine purpose. There is prophetic purpose attached to countries. And I'm here to reveal to you that South Africa has a prophetic destiny of revival in Africa. Yes, you need to understand that. If you miss that, you miss on prophetic destiny. South Africa is a place of revival. And when we talk about revival, we are not just talking about uh, just healing the sick. We are talking about the transformation of heart. And that becomes a model for people to understand that different people can live together and they can have peace. So this is our time. This is our time. I said, this is our time. This is our time. This is our time. This is our time. You see, it's because we don't know who we are that we beg. The continent of Africa will borrow money to other continents. It feels that it's impossible. Yeah, you will see it. You will see it. Because they're going to destroy what God gave them through those wars that have no sense. And we are keeping ours. And the time will come where they won't come and trade with what with mirror anymore. We don't accept that anymore. Yeah. Now we are wise. <laughs> when you come here, you need to pay for what you came for. Yeah. Hallelujah. If you want our gold, you need to pay for it. If you want our mineral, you need to pay for it. You will not be able to take it just and giving us mirrors. There is a, an awakening in the spirit over the continent of Africa. Listen, if you can read through the spirit of God, you understand that there is, God is using African in, a, in an amazing way. You see, you, you will see, go and just search a bit. You will understand that one of the strongest prophetic movements is in Africa. You will realize that one of the strongest evangelistic movements is in Africa right now. Listen, when Verena Bonke died, they passed on the baton to Africa. Ah, uh, you don't take that. When the tale of born died, the baton stayed in Africa. You know why these people in their lifetime, they love Africa? Because they understood the plan of God. And they knew that God wanted to do something to Africa. So they came all to Africa because this is where God is moving. And I'm calling to you as African in this continent to stand up in the grace of the Lord and start to step. Because if you, if you make a mistake to try to move, God will move with you. It's time. It's time. This Passover, it's time. Amen. I said this Passover, it's time. Hey, hey, it's time. I said it's time. This is the time. The spirit of revival. So tonight I'm going to pray for that. That God may start to touch people. Tonight when God touches you, you keep it. Yeah, because he won't touch you and then, he, no, when he touches you, there's something that is going to change. In, there's something that is going to change because God will not send me with an assignment without, without bringing his power before me. 
God has sent me for an assignment. And he said, prepare my people for my move. Because this is the time where I'm going to move in unusual miracle, unusual grace, unusual, listen, unusual grace is happening right now here in this continent. And God is moving with speed. Heaven. God is moving with speed. It's time for God. He's moving with speed in this continent. Listen, the power of God is coming upon people, resting upon them right now as I'm speaking. Because God wants people to stand up in the power of evangelism. He wants them to stand up in the power of the prophetic. He wants them to stand up in the power of the apostolic. He wants them to stand up in the power of the teacher, in the power of the pastoral ministry. God wants people to stand up. Even in the power of business, God wants people to stand up. Because we, it, it, it's all together. It's not, just, it's not just church. It's marketplace. 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 They are Anointing. If you are exposed to this service, you shall not be the same. Because God is changing your mindset. Now, when you go to bed tonight, you thank God because you were born in Africa. You thank God because you were born. You are, Africa is not a dark continent anymore. Africa is a continent of light. It's a continent of grace. You used to know Africa as a continent of debt. This is changing. This is changing. You will see. This is changing. 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 Hmm. Thank you for your anointing in the room. Thank you, Jesus. God is putting his hand on people. You sit here, God is putting his hands on you. Because, because among us that are sitting here, the Holy Ghost is doing something. There is somebody that is going to move in a ministry. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There is somebody that's going to move in a ministry. I, I, I hear, my God, I hear God saying something to me. He said he's going to send people. Listen, God says, he said Exodus 23 will happen. I send my angel before you. So God will go before people and break the walls so that they may enter the grace that he has given them. God will go before people and break the walls so that people may be exposed to the grace that he has given them. God, God is doing something in your life right now. God is raising up for himself people that will walk with the fire of God, the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Hey. Hey. Don't worry, don't worry. Don't be disturbed. Kedabosa. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I came to give you a message. I came to give you a message. Let me tell you something. God. When God brought me in South Africa, he said to me, the year where I will open doors for you to minister back to your country, you will know it is the year. I've tried. I've tried to do it. I tried to do it. This year, when they invited me last year, I couldn't go because of the airplane that were canceled. This year, 
Something big is happening there. We're ministering there this year in May for the first time. For the first time. And God told me, when you go back to minister there, no, there's the timing in the kingdom. And I'm telling you, <laughs> hey, I'm telling you there is something that is happening that will blow your mind. Put your hands upon her. Bring her here. Woo! Bring her here. Something is happening. Hey, hey. May the fire of God rest upon your life, my daughter. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The power of God is for you. This, this is for you. You see, the time is finished where we have to force people receive, receive, receive. No. Now the grace of the Lord is there. You, 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 you just, you're just moving and you get it. I'm telling you, the power of miracles here. God is going to equip people with signs and wonders so that they may be able to display the power of God. Listen, all this time, I preached solid two days. You can go and listen to the preaching. Uh, today, I'm not here to preach. Today, I'm here to say something. Hallelujah. I'm here to say something. I'm here to announce something. And I'm praying that it may be, ho, 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 ho. Uh, stand up, stand up. Look at the power of God who on earth. Oh, stand up, my, stand up, stand up. Stand there. Oh, look at the power of God. Take the spirit of God. Hallelujah. I want the worship team to go back. We're going to finish. We're going to have communion. We're going to do that. I'm praying for people that are hungry tonight. I'm praying for people that are hungry tonight. People that say, Father, this is the time for Africa and it's my time too. The time for Africa and it's my time too. Because I'm here. The time for Africa and my time too. It's my time too. It's my time too. It's my time too. That's why when people are talking about the people that are dead, I say, I say you can talk about them, but you don't know what God wants to do with your life. These people have left the baton here for you. You need to run with it. You need to run with it. If you don't run with it, you will drop the button. It's time for you. I say it's time for you. It's time for you. It's time for you. Everybody that dares, everybody that dares to, to step into faith, God will meet him. God will meet him. This is not something that we say no for a select few chosen. No. It's for everybody that dares. It's for everybody that says, here I am, Lord. Send me. I told you that Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah, was not called like Jeremiah. God never said to Isaiah, before you were born, I knew you. Isaiah was at the right place at the right time. And he heard the counsel of God. And God said, who shall we send? It means God didn't have anyone in mind. He said, who shall we send? And who shall go for us? And Isaiah said, here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord. I know you are looking for a prophet. I'm not born prophet, but I'm here. If you can use a simple man for your word, here I am. And God, and God, and Isaiah realized that he was not called from the mother's womb. So he said, oh, woe to me, for I have seen the Lord. And I always say, God has to sanctify his lips. 
and touch his lips with a coal from the altar of heaven. And he said, yeah, I have sanctified your lips. So it doesn't matter who you are. doesn't matter what you have done. You need to be a volunteer tonight. And say, God, here I am, here I am, here I am. Send me, here I am, send me. God is looking for people to send. 